0: Our practice now is to touch the flood-like nature of the asava. The sense of intoxication, perhaps. The flowing through the body-mind. And while it can be helpful to have a doorway in that's very straightforward, like sensuality, I'd actually like to invite you to begin with an exploration of avidja, of <clears throat> ignorance. And um, we'll just touch it and then come back to it later when we see the forces that keep it going. But I invite you to be dumbfounded by its place in your life. How the mind is held in place, or not in place, but held in its patterns by blindness, by not knowing that it's held. Why don't I see? Why don't I wake up? Oh my God. Patterns held in its patterns. What's the experience of that blindness, of that ignorance? Can we see our not seeing? Can we know our not knowing? A-vija, not knowing. Can we see the hidden cultural blinders the hidden family pattern blinders but more us uh, let's say um, pervasive and subtle is just the blinders of the operating of the body mind the the holding in place by stress and fear and... What is that experience of Abhijjah? How does the mind sit in its flooded state not knowing See what you can sense now in this very moment that the self seems to sit here and all these other people seem so stable and permanent, just like me. process of forming and believing what we form of the world, whatever your experiences of avicca, take your time. Let it be known in the pause, Sensing into the mind, opaque. Listening deeply, speaking the truth. We can look at one of the forces that keeps this ignorance, this aphidja, in place, moving along unrecognized because of the tensions that we carry, the obsessions that we carry, driven by sensual pleasures and longings. And understanding that sensual pleasures and longings includes the immediate sense pleasures of the contact at the nose, the eye, the ear, the tongue, the body, but also the mind. The hunger for intellectual pleasures and the combination that makes relational pleasures And we long for these, and search for them, and strategize for them, and in that does the body-mind become flooded in that search, in that project, the never-ending project? And what is the nature of being flooded? What is the experience of being flooded? Not just, again, your stories of your particular longings and so on, which is fine, but when you touch those, pause and go underneath. Go underneath to the flooding through the mind, through the body, so you get a sense of asava. It's a multifaceted word, this asava. It can mean like a distilled spirit like an intoxicant. It can mean like a, an outflow or an inflow like a flood. So capture that sense of the flooding of the body-mind in this uh, in, in the thrall of this, this push and this search for the sensual, relational, intellectual pleasures and of course the uh, remembering the associated avoiding of pain, of loneliness, of boredom, and so on. Touch the flooding nature. That's the truth to be spoken. Let the pause support that and have the courage and generosity, also, to speak and, of course, listen deeply. Before we continue with the next flood, like to give you a chance to check your practice. So you might just ask yourself, how's the pause? Are you pausing as you speak? Are you pausing as you listen to let the mind be clear, immediate, receptive? How's the pause? How's relax? Do you occasionally check? Are there tense muscles in the face, in the throat, neck, the belly? Do you check how thoughts, how words, how your own inner sense is being accepted, received, allowed? Pause, relax. How's relax? As a practice, right? Being diligent about relax. And open. How is open? What's the relational quality of your practice? Are you sitting still with your eyes closed? because that's known and comfortable? Or are you perhaps involved so much with your own thoughts that you forget to just open the breadth of awareness? Or maybe open is established and you're noticing mindfulness internally, externally, both. How is open? How is your practice of open? How is your practice of trust emergence? Are you entering into the moment not knowing what's next? Are you finishing other people's sentences in your head or predicting the future? Are you attuning to impermanence? Are you remembering to attune to a Nietzsche? Yielding to the flux of experience. how trust emerges? How is speak the truth? you know you can go down through all those layers of speaking. You know that's possible. How is the finding the truth with sati in the pause and not speaking unless it's true? And if something does come up, do you have the energy, the generosity, the courage to speak? Or do you just choose, let's say, I'll just sit here. Do you speak the truth from the body dropping down underneath what's immediately known? How is speak the truth? How is listen deeply? Listening with the steadiness of concentration, really steady. Moving from good conversation to meditation. How is listening to the tone and the the pauses, listening with your eyes, the refinement of listening it brings in that level of detail just as you might know the detail of the in breathing and the out breathing and the walking how is listen deeply Let's take just about three, four minutes before we continue on to the flood of becoming. Let's take three or four minutes in dialogue just to say, hmm, how's the practice? You know, just make whatever observations might be present for you. As you continue your meditation practice, you're invited to investigate the flood of becoming, how the sense of self and the feeding of self floods the body-mind, bringing about perspective, action, a quality of life, a drive, agitation, whatever it is that happens when the body-mind is flooded. What is that flood of becoming? How do you experience it? I want to be something. I want to be seen, I want to be fed. This sense of self, me and my meaning, me and my identity, and all the ways that I identify. My political flood, my personality flood, my righteousness flood, all the views that come in to make the self, all my opinions, all my intelligence, all the, be- all the ways that I become, moment by moment, across this life. What is it like to be flooded by that? To know, well, to not know. See for yourself. Listen deeply. Speak the truth. But do speak it. Engage it. Can the mind be free of the intoxicants? Unflooded, uninsane. What do you think? What is such a mind? It's just three things. It's only three. This is a contemplation you can begin in the mind, in silence, these next couple of hours. The untainted mind. Taints is another translation of asava. The untainted mind. This mind, the one that is hearing these voices, this voice and the one with the body that's sitting here, this mind not some idea, not something from the Pali Canon, this mind, this body mind, this life. It's a different experience contemplating alone and contemplating with others. See what it yields for you this next couple of hours as you eat, as you walk, as you rest. A mind, body-mind, unflooded, unintoxicated, unlost. Not only free from ignorance in a moment, but really all the pressure of the urging and longing. It's no longer believed. It's no longer mindlessly followed. A longing comes up, maybe it's known. What is the mind free from taints? Or if you want to ask a more modest question along with that, you could just ask, what is the diminishing of asavas? The depressurizing of the system. and the ignorance that sustains it. See for yourself in that (coughs) world of the mind, these next couple of hours. And just now, you're invited to offer any gratitude that might be present your meditation partners. It's precious to have spiritual friends with whom we can reflect. Thank you for your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.